Hello and welcome to the How Not to Screw Up Your Kids podcast, the bucket emptying episodes. So, pour yourself a cuppa, find a comfy seat and enjoy the conversation. I'm your host, Dr Mary Han, psychologist and parenting expert. And in this episode, I think this is going to help you a little bit with bucket emptying. It doesn't seem an obvious one, but the question is, bribe or reward, are they the same thing? No. Simple answer, you were expecting that one. It's not as if it's anything new, but it's really important that we understand the difference because actually the whole process of it can have a huge impact on how you're parenting and actually whether you're managing to get results, particularly with children who are struggling to manage those big emotions. So let's look at the two kind of separately. A bribe, in essence, tends to promote negative behavior. So it reinforces behavior that we are trying to avoid, whereas rewards tends to focus on positive behaviors, behaviors that we want to see more of. So if you think about it from a sort of a push and a pull, a bribe tries to move us away from some behaviors that we're thinking are undesirable and we really want to try and avoid, and a reward tends to pull our children towards more desirable behaviors. So In essence, a bribe is driven by your child. A reward is driven by you. Let me give you some specific examples. So a bribe might be your child's having a complete and utter meltdown in the supermarket because they want a toy. They want an ice cream. They're hungry. Whatever that might be, the bribe then becomes what we give them in order to pacify that big emotion. A reward will focus in the opposite way of saying, if you behave in a particular way, then there is a specific reward. So it's something that's set up by us. So we can still use rewards in situations where we want to avoid and we want don't want some of these undesirable behaviours. But it's really important that we understand how negative, how it really isn't going to get us anywhere in the direction that we want to if we find ourselves in a situation where we are pacifying our children and trying to avoid a particularly challenging behaviour that they have in that particular moment. It's much better that we anticipate. So, for example, and I have seen this so many times, I say this with love, but situations where we're in public spaces, maybe you're meeting a friend for coffee and you're trying to have a chat and your child is just simply not playing with the toy that you brought with you or they're not being quiet um, when you've taken them into work and you've got a couple of things to do. In these situations, these could very easily be rewards, but we find ourselves in a bribe situation because we haven't anticipated. So what happens is the ch- our child is not playing ball with their toy or they're not being quiet as we have asked them and talked about and what we then do because their behavior is one that we don't want in that moment is we then maybe give them our mobile phone or a device or an ipad or we concede to something in order to have them behave in a way that allows us to do whatever it is that we're doing. So the first thing I want you to do is to be able to recognize that and how that that isn't helpful because The bottom line is what we reward, we reinforce, whether we want that or not. So what we then find is our children understand, and let's face it, they know the sweet spots. They know when we're on the phone, they know when we're trying to have a conversation, that those are the ideal opportunities to catch us at our weakest moment, to ask for those sweets that are in the cupboard, the packet of crisps that we don't normally allow them to have at certain times, the television, whatever it might be. 
So what we don't want to do is have that bribe situation. So instead, we need to set it up. We need to be the ones that are in control. And we can only do this effectively when we set things up, when we take the time to prepare, when we contemplate and reflect in advance, I'm going into work and I need to do this and I need my child to be able to focus on something else. I'm going to take activity for plan A, B, C and D so that I do not find myself in a situation where I'm bribing them with something. We're going on a long trip. How have we planned entertainment within the car? Have we got plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D? It's all about anticipating, anticipating as much as we possibly can. Now, I know that life doesn't always happen in an ordered way and that we can't always plan everything but I do think where we can really just give ourselves a few minutes to think about. And quite often we're caught up in routine things. We do similar things often. So even if you have a plan A, B, C, D for activities or events or travel where you have packs, you have things already pre-prepared so that what you then do is you have a conversation with your child in advance. We are going to be on a long car journey. It, it, you are likely to get bored. So we need to make sure we have got various things that we can do to entertain us because we are explaining now that the your iPads can only be used for this segment of the journey or you can't have your iPads at all. So it's really thinking through in advance. And to be honest with you, if you make that decision, that, do you know what? I'm just going to let them have their digital devices. I'm going to let them have the things that I know that they're going to want but we do those in advance, then we avoid this bribery of this, when I behave in this particular way, when I push my parents, these particular buttons for my parents, I get what I want. Because what we then do is we reinforce the kind of behaviours that we don't particularly want. So really, we need to be thinking about how do we do this to make sure that we instill that reward mentality, rather than this us knee-jerk reacting to our child's desires. And so the child drives the behavior. So some of the things that we can do when it comes to rewards is really engaging with our children, asking them to be an active participant in the event or the situation that they're going to find themselves in that might be boring, that might be unpleasant, that they have to kind of find time and use their imagination to use. So it's having those conversations in advance about what they may be able to do what is their plan B? Some children will say, well, I'm really happy with my colouring book. or I'm really happy reading a book. Don't just accept that as is. So it's great, fabulous. That'll be amazing if you're going to do colouring or you're going to be drawing or sketching or you're going to be reading a book the whole time. What happens if you get bored? Should we have a plan B? What So that if you then get bored with what you're doing, you've got something else to do. And then if you get bored with that, what else have you got? And then we can focus on, and if you are able to keep yourself engaged, keep yourself occupied, do these things, then in exchange for that, there will be a particular reward. So that's the difference between those. There's a whole nother episode coming up as to actually whether we should be rewarding our children for all things. Are there some areas that we really shouldn't be rewarding, but having an expectation that our children should be doing it regardless? But more on that to follow. So if you have enjoyed this episode and you have found the tips useful and hopefully a bit insightful, then I would be ever so grateful if you could follow, rate and review this podcast so that others can find us and we can spread the love. So until next time. Bye.